Okay, this is... Wait, do I get, like, prep questions? No, 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 we're just going to dive right into it. This is My Testimony, episode 9. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to comment questions that you have for Ian. You know, why does he look the way he does? Why does he dress the way he does? Um, Just giving people... A good idea of you know what kind of questions that might pop up during this uh, conversation. Um, if you are listening on Spotify or um, um, I don't know what else would they be list Google Play, Apple. Go to YouTube, check out the video so that you can see what he's wearing. And <laughs> this is Ian. Um, I met him in Colorado. Ian, say hi. Oh hi. Um, met him in Colorado, and we became really good friends. My voice is a little bit shaky for this. It always is. I'm not, I'm not comfortable on camera. Are you comfortable on camera? Good. So, <clears throat> first question, who is your God? Who is my God? Who is your God? Snow. <laughs> no. I mean, in like, what kind of sense? Uh... Metaphysical sense, and uh, just what like, am I going after? I mean, like, just like, whatever you take from that question, like, who is your God? It's not a who. That's the problem. Yeah? That's a what? All I can tell you is that if we're talking about spiritualism, there's something more than uh, all the shit that we strive for every day. And you know that every time you stand on top of a mountain, you look out every 200 miles, every time you see something that moves you. Because there's no, there's no Darwinistic, there's no evolutionary reason for our comprehension of beauty. That's something that arose on its own. So there's got to be something... Greater? Greater. We don't know what the fuck it is. There's yeah. all kinds of like fun things that we can choose to believe. So do you believe like in a creator? No. I mean, chicken and the egg question, did God create man, did man create God? Yeah. We created God. Uh, It's a concept, it's a belief structure that unifies us. But, uh, and interestingly enough, actually, that was an evolutionary benefit. The ability to emotionally connect to people outside of our own tribe because of a unified belief system. Mm-hmm. One tribe has a religion, one tribe doesn't. The tribe that has a religion is able to grow larger than the tribe that doesn't without fragmenting, which means that it's capable of, well, overwhelming the tribe that didn't ever develop that, even if it was fucking worshipping a rock. Which plenty of damn people it, did. on camera, didn't I? What? I said, damn it, I cussed on camera. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like, <laughs> before the, this whole thing started, for those listening and watching, I said, don't cuss in the first five minutes, but I don't care, honestly. Like, Look, we'll just splice in like three minutes of Teletubbies beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many people would continue watching the video? Zero. They're like, I thought this was going to be like the other ones. This is just Teletubbies dancing. Did you watch Teletubbies as a kid? I have no idea. Honestly, like, my memory may not be that good. Um, Do you remember the names? <laughs> no. Poe. I, I remember Poe. Teensy. 
Winky. It's weird as that he remembers that. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, but to go back into that, so you don't believe that there was somebody who, like, do you believe in, like, the Big Bang Theory then? What do you mean? Like, the Big Bang, like, we, the planet was, your mom's going to kill me if she watches this. I just got a little bit of your hooch on the Do you the know pillow. how much shit I've spilled all over this damn house? Okay. I won't feel bad then. Cool. Cool. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... The Big Bang Theory. As in, like, the... Like, how things were created. How do you believe things were created? Like, the mountains that you were describing. Do you think they were, they were just there? Look, man. Everything that we understand about the world today is is theory okay um so what we know from what we can extrapolate from what we've observed the universe doing is that it's about what five and a half billion years old that it all came from a central starting point Mm -hmm. and uh from that we can measure the energy content and we can say well shit if you put that much energy and material together it would detonate so yeah, that's where we all came from. We can argue about. Well, we're not arguing that, at this point. How how that started, but we can't argue that's, that's kind of something that's not really up for debate. Like we have observational ev- evidence that, that that is what happened. I mean, they, there's there's still conversation around it, or else like I wouldn't even be able to. We wouldn't eh, even be able to have this conversation. The, I mean, there the, would be it would the, be just like the who is your god and like the argument. Around maybe around timeline, maybe yeah. around what happened before that, because we don't have any way of measuring what happened before that. But the idea that the universe is expanding and that um, we have measured results to say it's expanding in this sort of direction, and that means that we all came from a centralized point, that's pretty hard to disprove. Do you think that we came from monkeys? We did come from monkeys, man. Okay. Like, why is that any sense of detraction? I think that makes all everything that we have here and do all the more beautiful that we came from. Whether you want to call it grand design or random chance, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that the fact that something like us can come from what was a primate ancestor is pretty damn cool. Where do they come from? Hmm? Where do you think they came from? Well, now we're just getting scientific. I mean, what? Like, An organism? Know, Darwinistic evolution, my man. Yeah. Like, survival of the fittest. That's been going on, I mean, even today. Um, we just happen to survive a little bit better than everybody else. What is your purpose? Mine? Yeah. Personally? Yeah. Tonight, specifically. Well, tonight, I'm going to go <laughs> have an entertaining time. In general, learn something, be happy. That's pretty much all I got. How do you do that? <laughs> Read too much. And the happiness thing I haven't fucking figured out. I'll let you know when I do. Well, it's not women. Nah. Do you have to go there? <laughs> yeah. 
why? <laughs> because that is exactly the conversation we had after not talking for like eight years. Was that's the first thing that you brought up? Was like fuck you. I just went through a breakup. <laughs> just saying. It's on my like, mind. That's right? fine. I, that's what I'm trying to get to. Is your mind and not like this Darwinistic theory of yours? Hey, you brought that shit up. Kinda. I mean, you're the one who believes in it, so. I have a very factual brain. Driven ideology? No, I get it. It's cool. No. The spiritualistic side of me is just, like I said, we are all connected on a level that we don't really comprehend. I don't think that... So do you believe that there could be a God? Like as in... As in like a creator? As as in in like... a creator and a sentient force that controls... No. There's no chance. Well, let me put it this way. Because you said that you believed in science, and then you said that... Again, let me put it this way. I, I do think that there are things about this world and this universe that we don't understand. But the answer to that question is, you know, I, yeah, I believe in God, but only as a concept that, that we created. You know, if I say God to you or anybody else, you know exactly what set of principles and beliefs I'm talking about. So that in and of itself gives that meaning. But in terms of a, of a sentient creator that did, that created us and has a tangible influence on our world, um, every bit of evidence that we have for the existence of God came from man, man and man's belief in him. So my point is, if you remove man's belief in God, does God exist? And if you can show me any bit of evidence that that is true. If God had any sort of tangible exertion on this universe, measurable effect on this universe, then absolutely I'd believe in him in a heartbeat. But my question is this, if the effect that God has on this universe is directly implemented by man and man's belief in God and removing that God would have no tangible effect on this universe. Does his physical existence actually matter? Because if it is only through man that God acts, then man created God. Does that make sense? A little bit. I mean... My my, my point being that even if a creator and a external sentient force existed outside of our universe and had no measurable effect on our universe, then it doesn't matter whether he exists. Then it becomes as speculative as saying, you know, there's multiverse theory, infinite universes, and there's a universe who the fuck knows where else that has different laws of physics as we do. Yeah. We can... We can posit anything that we want to really we can say in that universe pigs are sentient and fly and that would have just as much validity as saying that there's a sentient creator that exists outside of us with no tangible effect on our world the only observable effect that god has is through the way that it that belief in him shapes man's actions and by that man created god so you don't believe in revelation? As in like what the As in like end God times and No, the I mean like last chapter of the Bible. No, 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 no. I mean like like 
I guess through your perspective, it would be Inception. What do you mean? But uh, it's, well, you understand what Inception is, right? Like you've seen the movie, I'm talking about like the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Like planting memories and whatnot? Planting an idea in somebody's mind. That's essentially what Revelation is, except it's instead of man doing that, it is God doing that. Well, again, if you choose to associate your thought processes with a external effect, great. More power to you. But it doesn't change the fact that... Well, like you said... Ultimately, reality is perception. We all perceive our own reality through our own mind's filter, and if you want to associate your thought processes with an external force, you can. Whether that, and and by all means, that has validity to you, and in your reality, that means that God exists because he's influencing your thought processes. Mm -hmm. At the same time, that does not mean that he exists in mind. But is that, is that, would that be right or would that be wrong? What do you mean? To see that the way that I clearly see that and you clearly don't. It's, there's no right or wrong about it. And that is purely subjective. Well, how do you determine right from wrong? We are born with an innate moral compass. Um, that's part of just being human. And right and wrong is something that we know intrinsically. And we shouldn't have to rely on an external force to define our morality for us. Period. So you believe that we find reason through objective realities? Yes. Can you extract reason? You can, you can, because I agree with that. I mean, like you can, you can extract reason from just, you know, shouldn't kill somebody because, well... You shouldn't kill somebody. You just it's, it's 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 seen in the. Here's a question: Why do we feel that way? Because we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's kind of why I was like. So the, hmm, this goes back why, to well, it, that goes where does back, that come back come from? That goes back to, um, well, Darwinistic evolution. To be quite frank, what religion is and what our inherent sense of moral relativism is is a survival mechanism. Because if you didn't have an inherent sense of what is right and wrong and how to treat the people around you, then you fracture your social group. Yeah. And it is a fundamental attribute of communal species that the larger of a group that you are able to get along with, the better you survive. Period. In fact, there was a very interesting study done back in the 70s uh, by Stanford that was uh, talking about the, the question was uh, why is it that chimpanzees can only uh, uh, have groups of about 50 individuals and they did a really funny thing where they hooked up a bunch of uh, monkeys to EKG scanners and mm-hmm. were able to do brain mapping Yeah. and um, long and short of it was it turns out that Chimpanzees biologically are capable of an empathetic response, a prefrontal cortex empathetic response with about 50 other individuals, period. That's their tribe. Once you start showing them faces that are past that, even if they're still associated in the same group, it activates a um, 
fight or flight response because they're unfamiliar, right? So then the question becomes, how do you get a group to exist beyond 50 people? And that's how, uh, really, that's where we came from, um, which was the really interesting part of this whole study because it turns out they did the same thing with humans and our ability to directly empathize with an individual in a group is limited to about 50 people. The easiest way to think about that is, you know, you have a garbage man, right? And you understand on a logical level that the garbage man is what makes the trash go away, right? Sure. But that's what he is. And unless you've communicated and brought that person into your empathy sphere, all that person is to you is a thing that makes the garbage go away. You don't recognize him on an emotional, empathetic level. Make sense? Yeah. So what we did, what humanity did, um, was develop this incredible amount of intelligence, which was originally about um, manipulating tools. But one of the side effects and what led to our true success was the ability to overcome our fight-or-flight response and develop connections with other individuals that were outside of a direct empathetic response. You can still connect with people that are outside of your direct family, your direct tribe, your direct, I recognize you as an individual and having your own hopes and dreams and all of that shit. Think about your coworkers. Like, I have my friends who are in my empathy sphere, right? Sure. But I'm still capable of working well together with my coworkers, even though I really don't give a shit what they do when they go home and you know how their life is and whatever. There's 650 of them. I can't care about that many people, but I still work well with them, right? Yeah. Well, the whole point behind a shared belief system and the whole point behind us developing the ability to develop complex reasoning structures that allow us to share a belief system is such that in a primitive way, you and I in a tribe full of pre-human primates are able to say, I don't know you on an empathetic level, but we still worship that same fucking big pile of rocks over there, and we hate that tribe of assholes across the river, right? Well, because of that shared belief structure, we're able to band together in groups of 100, 150 200 and when that poor fucking tribe across the river that hasn't developed the capability of doing that and is still limited to really about 50 individuals based on nothing more than a prefrontal cortex emotional response gets fucking massacred by our tribe of 200 we've just expanded our territory expanded our food supply etc cetera, etc cetera. so if you want to know where like religion and really just shared belief structure and why that ties into Darwinistic evolution, that's why. The outcome of a sophisticated intellect is the ability to work together in large groups. And you can still see that today in religious groups and nationalistic groups and anything that says, hey, I don't know you directly, but we're still going to bond together on our shared belief system and we're going to go fuck up those other guys that don't share that, right? That was our evolutionary benefit. That's what landed us where we are now. So, would it be safe to say that your God would be science? Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
Sorry, I talk too much, but that's that's why I sat down. That's, <laughs> that's why I drove the nine hours to get to here is to be able to sit down and hear you speak. I there's, speak enough as is. There's so. a lot of explanation yeah. out there. We don't know everything. Like humanity doesn't know everything, and that's the whole point. That's the whole point, man. Is like I still believe that we're connected on a level that we don't understand. So you believe in more senses that we just don't? Maybe. I don't think we have any basis of even knowing what that means yet. Yeah. We know that our universe can support up to 11 dimensions. We can measure four of them. We have no idea what the fuck that means. That's just mathematically, that's what's possible. We know that there are things that we measure that we can't explain. Um, Hubble Space Telescope two years ago found that 40% of our observable universe is expanding outward at a accelerating rate. You go back to the Big Bang Theory that we were talking about before. What that says is that the universe starting off at a central point, exploded, expanded uniformly, and is should be starting to contract based on gravitational energy. Well, none of that's happening. It's actually accelerating in expansion. That's where dark energy comes from. But not only that, it's not doing so at an even pace. It's bubbling. There's parts of our universe that are expanding faster than other parts. We have no explanation for that whatsoever. It shouldn't be possible with what we understand about our universe's physics. But one of the possible explanations is that there's a massive object outside of our universe that is causing gravitational attraction. It's our first evidence that possibly our universe is butting up against another. What exists in between, we have no idea, can't even define. So again, the point is, is we can't explain everything. Science can't explain everything. We get close, and we can explain what we can. And the, the point is, 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 you know, what we then choose to believe has to fit into the structure of what we know, right? Yeah. But at the same time, so on that, like, I believe that there is a lot of shit that we don't, we, we just don't even have the capability of comprehending yet. But we might. And that's going to be pretty exciting. So what do you worship? I don't worship anything, man. You have to. You gotta worship something. Why? I mean, why is that? Necessary? What, do, what do you define as worship? Subservience to something that um, you don't have the that you don't feel the need to define or explain. So, I mean, like. Do you wake up and brush your teeth every single morning? Depends on how drunk I got. I'm just saying that. And how late I am to work. <laughs> the clothes that you put on, I mean, like. I would almost even go as far as saying that, like, to some degree, you'd, you'd worship science. Science isn't something that you worship, though. That's, that's the whole point. What's something that you would worship, then? Love. What does love look like to you? Again, subservience to something that you cannot define or explain. That's, you know. You ever been in love? Nah, I don't want to talk about that, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think that uh, having a wife and family and kids and stuff is part of your purpose? My purpose personally or just like life's purpose? I mean like, yeah. Like, yeah, expansion of population. 
Well, that sounds fucking dry and assholeish. Well, but that's that's all you've been giving me. Nah, man. Uh, I mean, that's like if if I were to actually like like to, to, the the way you're defining things is is that that's how that's how I would define it like in scientific terms is that um that yeah to expand the population like from what I'm hearing is that it's like a tribal it's a world that we no, live man. in that we we need to your what is your motive I guess is what I'm getting at. Everything that I've talked about is just understanding how we became what we are and, and where we where we got. Things like love and family and, and all that, that exists outside of that. Again, that's part of what I'm saying, that there are things that are outside of... that are outside of uh, just the, the data, just the, the knowledge. And something like love and, and raising a family does it serve a biological purpose yeah sure but that doesn't explain what we feel you know there's no evolutionary reason for us to understand things like beauty you know and i don't mean like physical beauty i just mean like you know when you are attracted to somebody's soul mm -hmm. and there is no explanation for that in terms of biochemistry maybe there will someday and then we'll take all the fucking mystery out of it and then life won't be much fun anymore but at the same time you know the other thing that you got to understand is I, I don't think that any of that takes away from the experience or the or the beauty just because we understand why it happened and just because we understand that you know a lot of this was chance doesn't make it any less purposeful or, or beautiful you know in fact I personally I think it makes it more beautiful to say that we are the outcome of God knows how many million billion trillions of possibilities that somehow resulted in us that makes this whole thing that much more amazing than if we're just some you know very, very complicated Sims game for a bored-ass interdimensional being. I hope that's not the case. Me too. So do you think that this it's, it's, it's all happened by chance? Yeah. I mean, that depends on whether you think multiverse theory is true. But um, from what we've observed, yeah, this is all chance well, I don't think multiverse theory is can ever be defined well it's you know if we, if we live in or if we exist in a physical reality that allows for an infinite number of universes it's the whole like if you put an infinite number of monkeys in front of an infinite number of typewriters that are eventually one of them will eventually write the works of Shakespeare because the moment you stretch anything to infinity your function becomes undefined. As in, the moment you have an infinite reality, every single possibility becomes true. We just happen to exist in one of them. So where do you go when you die? Nowhere. Right, the camera. Nowhere. Yeah. So, then why don't you just, why, 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 why wouldn't you just end the suffering? Well, because 
we still exist long past our death and everything that we have done and affected in this world, we have permanently changed the course of this universe that we live in. That's worth doing, isn't it? Every interaction that we have, like me sitting here talking to you, even if that just changes your time frame for getting to Las Vegas and you take nothing more out of it than that, that is a permanent effect. Time's linear. The fact that I was here now talking to you doing this has permanently altered the course of humanity, even in just this slight way. So the whole point of us being here is to control what we can in that influence because even after we're dead, the echoes of that will continue until the heat death of this universe. That's important. So why is this conversation important to you? Because you asked me to do it. <laughs> because it's important to me? And you're my friend. I'm flattered. That was like partially like real, but... That was real. Yeah. <laughs> but why? Why why would why would you sit down and have a conversation with me? What is what is like what is what do you see in 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 your mind where this could go? Do you have any kind of like vision to see like um what could happen? Like like from somebody the perspective of those who are watching. What do you hope? I guess is what my question is. To come from this conversation other than making me a little bit happier that she sat down with me and had a conversation but there's got to be something greater than that isn't there i mean if you believe in that, that 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 there's greater beauty like there is the mountain i mean that yeah, yeah. That, that you you have to you have to see something like that happening. why why, from, why is that not in of itself enough that that's my point if if i can literally just make you if you can make me and I can make you think a little bit more about this world and make each other a little bit happier for whatever that's a positive influence that we have just put out into the UC universe and that will reverberate for the rest of literally for the rest of time in some small way but it's all just small ways and that, that's the whole point of life so what would you define fellowship as? Fellowship? Yeah. I don't know why I said it like that. Yeah. Friendship? Fellowship? Friendship. What do you mean? Fellowship. Well, you're a fella. I'm a fella. This is fellowship. Empathy, man. That's that's what it is. It's giving a shit about... About feelings outside of your own. Not that I give a shit about this guy's feelings, but... Yeah, wasn't he supposed to jump in on this at some point? I don't know, he's busy texting. It's Tinder. Are you on Tinder? Fuck no. It's Facebook. Not on that either. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm just, I'm, I'm observing. Yeah, if you have any questions, like, throw them out there. He's, uh, he's being hard-headed right now, maybe we need some more hooch. Hard-headed? No, not hard-headed. Bro, it's me. Like, yeah, I know. That? I forgot who you were and like what, like. How much of a dick he is? <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I mean, I remember you being a dick, but I don't remember like. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> how like. 
you have like this this like barricade like you're living in like a fortress of like like I thought it'd be easier to get to like the soft stuff yeah the soft stuff oh no way not him man <laughs> what soft stuff I mean there is there's some soft stuff in you that's weird <laughs> that's kind of weird <laughs> but well man again you caught me at a weird time yeah you just got broken up with I get it let's 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 pull that out of the closet that's weird <laughs> still weird yeah but seriously like you know like you went through something you thought you were in love with this girl and then like she crushed your world and like now you're sitting here with me and I'm putting you on the spot but I know you can handle it because what did we say he was a dick. A dick. <laughs> yeah, come on. You don't have to have that kind of hostility. But, <laughs> but, but seriously, I mean, like that's yeah, yeah. And I mean, that, and that's what I'm trying to share. You know, like whenever you told me over the phone that like you were going through this, why did you shut off? Turn back on. We got these two cameras rolling. But whenever you were like, oh yeah, I'm going through a hard time, I was like, be it, uh oh, this one stopped too. Perfect timing. I was like, this is perfect timing, like, awesome. Like, I, 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 I want to be able to, like, encourage you, like, to, like, press on, because, like, this world is tough. And then, like, I don't know, man, like, like I, you had to have been thinking a little bit of the same thing, too. Like, this is pretty ironic that Playboy calls me and... I'm in a really shitty rut right now, and and come on, like I'm not in a shitty rut, man. I just you know my life's pretty good, but at the same time, yeah, you know. I, I loved a girl, and it didn't work out, and that's fucked up and annoying, and I deal with it in my own way. But yeah, like going out to the bars. It happens to me twice a week. That's true. <laughs> Tinder. How easy is it for you to fall in love? Not easy. I mean, we fell in love pretty quick. That's true. We fell in love pretty quick. When when did we fall in love? When did we meet? MMA club and steamboat. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> We've met fighting, I man. I don't. I don't. I, I remember. I remember the fight, but I want to know. Like, back it up here, because it was in the dorms, and like, you were an outlier, if I remember. Like. You had all these ski bums, and ski bums come in all different shapes and shapes and sizes. But you were kind of an out because you were you were older. I think is is part of it. I wasn't and that much fucking older, man. I was like nineteen. The rest of you. Fucking you were nineteen. Yeah, man. Really? Oh yeah. When I went to CMC, man, I was uh, I was I was nineteen. I went there from eighteen to twenty. I thought you were like twenty five. Everyone did, just because I got an old-ass fucking face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly. Um, golly. So that means that you're like 28? Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> that blows my mind. And you're what, like 16 still? Yeah. Yeah. 17? S- still. <laughs> I, know st- <laughs> I know stuff. <laughs> That's funny. I can work a camera. I set this stuff up. But yeah, I want to bring up that, that, that fight that we got into. Why do you want to fucking bring that up? I thought we were getting all like, like deep and shit here. Yeah, yeah, but it's, 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 it's called my testimony for a reason. It's like my story, like where I was, where I've been, you know? And, yeah. and like, 
that's a part of it. Whenever like we came all the way from Steamboat to Denver, and then you just ditched me. I did not ditch you. you fucking ditched, ditched about? We came home. We got home no. together. <laughs> Your mom cooked this dinner. And then, like, you, you ditched me after that, and I had no idea where, like, you didn't call me, and I ended up having to, like, call up somebody, like, a buddy from high school. I wasn't even buddies with him. I just was on the same swim team, and his brother was in Denver, and... This was when? This was Halloween of 2010. Man, you remember that shit? Oh, I remember it so clearly. Damn. I remember it so clearly. What the fuck was I doing on Halloween in 2010? (laughs) Pissing him off. (laughs) (laughs) And I ended up staying at at Ian's place, and uh, um, my longboard got stolen, and I had a backpack full of books because I was planning on, like, doing homework, but I never found time to do that. And um, then you finally hit me up, and you're like, yo, there's a party at this place. I'm like, dude, I need a place to stay, not a party, but all right. <laughs> and so, Welcome to college. <laughs> it, was, it was a Halloween party, and I remember getting on the bus and um, going to a CVS to get, because um, I forgot my shaving kit, a little toothbrush, you know, those Colgate toothpaste, like toothbrushes that like have a little mm-hmm. bubble in there and they bust, and like, yeah, that's yeah, weird. The one-use bubble-busting yeah. toothbrush. Yep, 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 yeah. yep. And, and then got some deodorant because I didn't have that. And then I got a costume, and that was this mask, this black mask that I wore. And I was just going to be that guy because that was the year of that guy. Do you remember that guy? Yeah, the guy that didn't wear the costume. No, 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 that guy, though. Like, yeah. like whenever you're referring to anybody, it was like... That guy? That guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, all I had was this black mask and a backpack, and I remember walk, walking into this party, and it was... Full of. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you gotta make me seem like. Alright, that's cool. Yeah, it was probably full of fucking Asians. Yeah. Because uh, I was dating an Asian. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, that's, who, like, that's who you were probably with the whole time. I was trying to find a place to sleep. You know, I think I think what I told you was I was gonna stay at my like buddy's place. So your, like, I'll pull that. your recollection of that is probably way better than mine because uh, I really don't even remember anything about that weekend except for like the like literal like Fast and Furious moments that we had. Yes. So so we get in the I get in the party and I'm walking around. Yeah, and we're it's an Asian pong. sorority party and uh, yeah we we had fun. I had fun. Oh yeah, we had a lot of fun. It, until like they two hours. until until you got in a fight yeah. and they all came after you and i was in the <laughs> the crowd just you know like to be fair i did warn you when we went into that party mm-hmm. i was like bro we might be getting in a brawl tonight you did you did i and remember you fair enough we got in a brawl that night <laughs> Pre-warning is pre-warning. Well, here's the thing is, is that I, I, I wasn't even, it was funny. The the funniest part I remember was this one kid that pulled out the samurai sword. You remember that on the, on the deck? And he pulled out the samurai sword. It was so, oh gosh. Um, All I remember is like. And, but the the thing, what do you remember? I remember like trying to punch three Asian dudes in front of me at once, which was hard. Yep. And then looking like up and down the street and there was like nothing but like. Asians? Like, souped up Subarus, dude. I swear to God. It was like, literally, it was like, I was... In one I, I was, Civic. I was, yeah, I was in the middle of, like, punching this dude, and I just, I remember, like, being, like, starting cracking up, because I just had this thought, like, I'd watched Tokyo Drift, like, 
four nights prior, and I was like, holy shit, where is Vin Diesel? Because this is happening right now. And then Playboy tackled some dude into the bush, and that was really funny, too. I do remember that. Yeah. I didn't really throw any punches, but I do remember, like, no, pushing them off of you. He didn't, he didn't throw a single punch, but he definitely <laughs> tackled a dude directly into the hedges, and I was like, my man, and then I got punched in the face. But so. you got to also realize that that was after I took my mask off. So I'm wearing this black mask throughout the whole party, and they loved me. They absolutely loved me. And I also saw the hostility that they had towards you. And this is like a real moment of you, you were the only white dude in the party <laughs> they were hostile towards me because i was the only white dude and i was dating the fucking do you, do you understand though that they weren't hostile towards me because i was wearing a mask over my eyes maybe <laughs> no, I no 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 i, I remember <laughs> this Your chin doesn't look really asian either bro doesn't matter they weren't hostile to me until i took the mask off and they go he's with him they all like pushed me out of that, off that deck. And then I was like, well, you know, it, it, it was just Ian. Now it's just me and Ian. Thanks for having my back, bro. I did. I did. I, and I'm not a fighter. You know, I'm a, I, I'm a. I'm Says the guy I guy. met in the mixed martial arts club. Did we meet in a mixed martial arts club? We did, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, that is literally where we met. Which was also why I was like, oh yeah, this dude's going to have my back in a fight. It's cool. Yeah, so that's the sole reason you you invited me to that? Is, no, is you just... idiot. <laughs> it was the sole reason that I was like, oh, it's cool if we get in a brawl tonight because this homie's going to have my back. Yeah, okay. I can't believe you thought I would have your back. I mean, I did, but You like, did. You fucking killed it. I was I, happy. I mean, well, and, and, and that at moment the end of with the his... night, we both stumbled home with two Asian chicks, so fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> that was Welcome cool. to and that, and, that, and that whole night, we were talking about how cool we were that we so go to... So you found a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't see the problem here. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a typical night with Ian, actually. <laughs> I'm trying to get... <laughs> Stumble home with two Asian chicks. I don't see the fucking problem here. <laughs> yeah, we're good. What do you mean? Your eye's a little black there, buddy. You get punched? Oh, shit. Sorry, that was probably my fault. <laughs> so. And the time you tried to fight me in Hawaii. <laughs> 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 I did fight you in Hawaii and I won that fight. Uh, yeah, because I was way too Because you were puking. Because you said Hope's name out loud. <laughs> that was a good night. Uh, Moving on. So, uh, is that why where you see the comparison between humans and monkeys? Hmm? <laughs> the tribal thing? That we just all throw shit everywhere? Yeah, yeah. we just, yeah, we fight. Have you seen my bedroom? There's shit on the walls? Like, it's fucking... Your 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 mother told me to not bring up the room how messy it is. Yeah, it's a messy room. No. Did you find your cigarettes? No, I turned my whole room upside down. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and by the way, I'm buying a house like next month. So you, yeah, I live with my mother. <laughs> oh my god! Like, <laughs> like, relax. I was living with my mother and father like four months ago. So same here. Four. Three months ago. Yeah. Gotta love moms and dads. I do love my parents. They're good people. Why do you love your parents? They're the best people I know. Yeah? Why do you think other people don't love their parents? Because they're shitty kids. (laughs) (laughs) No. Everybody loves their parents on some level or another. This is the off-script, Ian, I always wanted. Why? Why why do other parents... Like, like, what's going on with our generation with the kids? What do you mean? I mean, like... They don't get smacked enough. God. 
My dad used to... No, you get smacked shit. too much <laughs> because literally I go to like fucking put my arm around you and you fucking flinch, bro. Hey, man. Uh, I'm a good kid. <laughs> I've been, that's fair. I've been taught the rough way. <laughs> so, what's wrong with our generation? It doesn't yeah. have a lot to do with our parents. It has to do with the rise of social media and the... The, maybe, do you think it's the rise in disbelief in God? No, I think it has to do with the, the fact that we've all become very disconnected from each other because we can. Because, unfortunately, social interaction still takes emotional effort. It takes work. Yeah. It's not, you know, even extroverts that thrive on it, it it's not like you just go out and it's easy to talk to people. Mm-hmm. It requires thought and do you, we think have... that's, do you think that's all based on technology what do you mean because I, I think I believe that at the same way I believe the rise of technology and the accessibility to it has taken away like when I was four years old I ate mud you can sit in on, you can you sit you in on that you, now you, you just so we can you, see, see the guy who ate mud you still <laughs> fucking eat mud what are you I talking about mud. Well, so I mean, mud like I was, three nights ago I'm Dan by the way but wh- when I was four years old I I was made to go play outside all day and and dig in the dirt and swim in the creek, but it, it's not even about that. And at the that. same it's, time, it's, you it's learn just, from your mistakes. But now my it, my four year old niece has an iPad and an iPhone. Like what the, like, the 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 fundamental problem with it, man, is that everybody's always searching for something better than what they're doing right then. No one ever can live in the moment anymore because we have instantaneous access to every fucking thing else that's going on. And everybody else, right? And that's a fucking problem, man. So are you guys on social media? I am. Um, no. Mainly for, for networking and memes, but... <laughs> Tenor. And dating. I have all three dating apps. And here's the thing about that. Is like, when I, when I got out of my long-term relationship, and I'd, I've only had one out of... Talking about Brittany. Hundreds. No, hell no. Okay. Um, <laughs> Brittany's a different story, ladies and gentlemen, but... Um, I'll tell that story later. So, uh, when I got out, I just found that it's hard to just go out to the bar and just strike up conversation. No, it's and, fucking and, not. Well, no, it, 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 it is. I've, I've, I've run into... Just saying, I've... As a nervous type, I've, I've run into issues with having trouble with it, but... As a nerve. For... I'm not a nervous type, but... Um, I don't know, social, the social networking, like having everything at your fingertips, like the Tinder, the Hinge, the, the Bumble, like being able, it's, it's the idea of online shopping, which everything is turning into. And you got to do it with everything, with Amazon and, and, and you can do it with your friendships and eBay and everything. And exactly. And that's what it's turning into is friendships based online or relationships online I mean, and, and, and it, the thing is, why? Like, it, it I, keeps, I would love to go back to the old school ways to where I could walk up to somebody and just talk to them. And, and we're in that weird fucking period where we had both. Mm-hmm. When I look at, like, my younger sister and, and those people. They can't hang out with their best fucking friend without taking a photo of whatever fucking meal they're eating like that. And it's stupid because you don't... Do you think? Do you think that? Do you think that like love and and pleasure have been confused for the, the like the same thing? 
Absolutely. I mean, you're talking about instant gratification. Maybe for some people, I know. I, I mean, going I, through I going through that's dating. What I want. That's we why want. I think yeah. all of this shit. Well, I think everybody that's, wants that's love, but I think mm-hmm. that, that that they. There's confusion. There's there's uh, a misunderstanding necessarily. So I mean, I, I've been since coming to Denver. I've I've been kind of in the dating scene, going from one to the next, and. <laughs> And that's what it is, is, is instant gratification because there's been, there's been times where I've been on dates and, and it's gone well for one, two, three weeks. And, and you get to that point, it's like, all right, well, what do we, what do we want to do here? And you get to that point where that question comes up and it's just, all right, ready to move on to the next one. So it's, it's really, yeah, it is becoming what's out there. Let me see everything. Let me, I want to try it all instead of going with feelings, you know? So, because I've I've been with girls that have that have texted me you know every day saying oh my god this is great I you know I have feelings so on and so forth and then we get to that point and it fizzles. Let me, let me if you want to make it a fucking metaphor it's like this it used to be that you'd choose your seed carefully and you'd plant it and then you'd water it and you'd watch it grow and that was what a relationship was. Now it's planting thousands of seeds and now, whichever now, one works. Yeah, now, now it's literally just you're standing in front of an aisle of a hundred thousand seeds and you don't even bother fucking picking one. You're just picking up packets. Yeah. You know, that, that's where we are and it's not good. It's not healthy. What What is healthy then? Well, I mean... Yeah, kale, <laughs> kale. You gotta boil it first to get the. But um, broccoli. I mean, healthy. Okay. Healthy is general. We got, a, we got an authentic answer over here. I don't want to hear about the stupid broccoli and kale. Laughs are happening. I'll even like put a laugh track over it if you want, Ian. But what are you going to <laughs> That's say? That's fucking weird. I mean, <laughs> what's healthy when it comes to the relationship life? There's not a single relationship out there that's healthy. Every single relationship is going to be stressful. Every single relationship is going to have problems and trouble and turmoil. What it is, is finding the person that you can go through absolute hell with right. and come out the other side. And that's what the problem is, is because now... Everybody quits. Exactly, because there's always something else happening. There's, there's always, always something There's easier. always another fucking four people hitting you up because, you know, whatever. And so instead of actually watering your garden, it's easier to just go pick another seed packet and start over. The, the, term, the term faithful and even the term love is, is not what it used to be. Faithful now is not necessarily faithful to your partner. What people look at is now is, how am I going to be faithful to myself? But when you're in a relationship, that's not what it is. When you're in a relationship, is how am I going to be faithful to the person that I'm spending my days with? And that's what it used to be. But now everybody's just, everybody's on the grind. Everybody, that's why kids go to college, so many kids go to college for business degrees. I mean, look at the stats. There's so many kids going to college for business degrees and trying to make money and, and trying to make the quick thousand and trying to make the quick paycheck and the quick well, genome. What the fuck are we doing? Goddamn right. Yeah. But at the other side of that, it's, that's why it's become so popular because people are so caught up in the chase that they forget to take time. Like I took seven years to travel the world and, and see what life was like. You know, the only reason I'm wearing a suit and tie yeah, now what is the because fuck did you learn that there's a lot more than that there's a lot more out there than yeah, just. Yeah, we still ended up fucking. <laughs> 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 I 
I'm half a I'm I'm half a country away from where I grew up, where I was born and raised. So. Yeah, that's true. You know, but been there, done that too. Um, just so you know, it, it I, takes I, it takes putting people are scared to put themselves out there. Yeah, but I would I would disagree with the the idea that that you would be faithful just to that one person because you can't do that. You can't you can't just absolutely because. If you were to just love that one individual, then you end up abandoning your own values, everything about yourself. I mean, it goes back to that word worship is like, mm-hmm. you know. Don't confuse worship with love, man. Love, love, love isn't supposed to be something that is all about the other person. Yeah, but I think that love and worship are very, very synonymous to some degree. Is that, that I think that at, me personally. when it's subservience. Love implies equality. That's the difference. I mean, like, a guitarist can worship his guitar. Like, I can worship World of Warcraft, which I've been there, done that. <laughs> I mean, I can worship myself um, and be prideful of that. Every morning in the shower, you know what I mean? <laughs> Make sure I got that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Uh, no, I, I think that, I, that you, you get what I'm saying though is that if you were to to love somebody, you can't love somebody more than yourself, right? Sure, but that just it depends on your personality. Yeah, I've done that. I've thrown myself it under because like, because the moment that I've thrown myself under the bus so many times for other people, it just depends on your personality. I've 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 no no I've but, lost but, careers but, but to, I've, to I've his lost. point. It never works. You can't love two masters. You either hate one, but that should and love the that, other. That shouldn't be the way. No, that shouldn't be the way that you think about it. Like, it, it, lo- I mean, but that's lo- that's lo- like that's like logically yeah, that, speaking. No, that, I know I'm I'm bringing out like biblical, but like not, but it's, that's not it's true. But, but but you're you're thinking of it like you gotta love yourself or you gotta love somebody else, and it can't be both. Man, I just don't believe that that that's the right way to think about it. I don't think it's a zero sum equation. I think you do have to love yourself in order to truly like love someone else without without needing them to do to fix or do something or, or reflect love back to you, if that makes sense. Yeah. But it's not zero sum, man. Like it's not like you have a finite amount of love and it's either you choose to love you or you choose to love somebody else. You can love both. You can love a whole fuckload of people. You know, it, it's not, that's the beautiful, that's the gift that it is, is it's not a zero sum thing. It, it's not like by choosing to say, man, I love this guy. That means I got to detract from loving somewhere else. We have as much capacity as our heart can give. There's no, you know, I, I think you're right that, that we have to start with loving ourselves because if we don't, then love from other people just ends up filling that for us and it's not real so we agree that you can't like just love yourself you have to love others no you could start you you can't love others it's not like an option love love isn't an option love is a feeling when you you can love yourself and love other people at the same time there's no one or the other it's a feeling. It's that. It's that feeling you get when you get butterflies in your stomach. You get nausea. You get nervous. You get anxiety. Mirror, basically, yeah. You're. Oh, I love my mirror. But. 
Got but that one too. The uh, the thing <laughs> is, is is love is a feeling, and and it's not necessarily love isn't an ideology ideology but it's 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 a feeling you know and it's it's that feeling you get when you know you you look yourself in the mirror and you're like i i'm just feeling good today i'm on point i'm going to be all right like i'm proud of myself I, I take pride in myself i'm take pride in my work and that's that's self love and then he gets in the shower and then and then <laughs> and then only on mondays um, and, and then, and then after that, when it comes to other people, you know, you, you, you get that text, you get that phone call, you get that out of the blue response that makes you nervous, causes butterflies in your stomach. Every time you see that person, you get happy, you get excited, you get emotional. And that's, that's a part of love. Uh, that's, that's when you kind of know, uh, is when, stop talking about but this at the same time, the same time. Three years ago, we were in Hawaii chugging a bottle of five hundred dollar whiskey, hopped up on mushrooms. Hey, can we not have talking that about on talking about? Shut up, man! Like, we're not we're not putting that on the internet. Talking about we were talking no, about no, it was what? mushrooms much, and spaghetti. I get it. How much we how much we wanted Portobello? How much we wanted to fight each other like, while sitting on the hood of my eighty five Camry that I had. I had to hit I had to hit the battery with a hammer to start this car. Fucking beat you, dude. Oh, it totally was. But that I mean that good, that was a good trip, man. And that that was love too, man. Like that was just all. I mean, I fell through a bus and shot two kids in one night. I mean, you shot two kids just like with a gun. I shot two we kids and fell through a bus. Paintball for like three hours in okay. Maui. No, was that Maui? <laughs> Where was it? It was Maui. Yeah, yeah. it was Maui. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was good. That was a good time. I he fell through a bus. I was just making sure that like it wasn't like an actual gun, like you actually shot two no, kids. Man. It was a paintball gun. I was gonna be like, and we wrecked you and I both, man. You and I both. <laughs> <laughs> and I both. <laughs> Another just, day, just... I was in South KC, and you know, just pop, pop. <laughs> One of them was even holding a balloon. I didn't know what it was. Um, it was a BB gun, though. Yeah. yeah. And it, they were they were just blow up dolls they weren't actual kids so misinterpretations yeah yeah but no i bought a bb gun once i had it for a day and then this asshole <laughs> I, I got his ex-girlfriend to shoot him in the ass shoot me in the ass with it <laughs> at point blank so if i could pull the pellet out of my ass and guess what no one gets to play with the pellet gun anymore you fuckers it's going in the trash so. <laughs> <laughs> why we can't have nice things dan oh uh, yep basically basically where were we going with that? Oh yeah, something what, about shooting kids in the what, face. What is love? What is love? Baby, don't love's been me. described. You know what love is? It's that butterfly feeling in your stomach. You just know it. It's when you. It's when you find someone that. Yeah, but know, when is that moment that like you most feel loved? Me. When I feel loved, loved? Yeah. feeling loved. Because yeah. when I feel love, that's different than feeling loved. Yeah. Do you think love is physical? No. I mean, it's 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 all sorts of it's all. Uh, it might be. <laughs> um, <coughs> love God. is love is not just physical. It's physical, mental, emotional. It's 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 every spectrum of the, you know, it's every band in the broad spectrum. Um, it's I mean, it's a completely love is shitty. <laughs> love is shitty, but at the same time, it's it's awesome. But at the same time, it no, sucks. No, right now it's shitty. But at the same time, it's great. It sounds like no, you're describing a contradiction. Exactly. Love you believe that very, love is a contradiction? I do. 
I do think it is. I've always described love as uh, mercy and just mm-hmm. combined. Yeah. Some other guys have described it as patience and kindness. Patience and kindness. Patience is a synonymous to listening. Mm-hmm. So. It's just it's just finding someone that you click with, really. But is it someone? No, it doesn't have to be. It can be something. Something. It can be. It can be. Uh, I mean, there was this guy that I remember, like he he married a his AI. Yeah. Yeah, like over in Japan, I that's think. That's fucking weird. Just be real. Why that's, is that? That's a that's a misfire. Go into that. That's, tell that's me tell weird. me why. Mm-hmm. Why is that weird? Well, frankly, just because AIs aren't sophisticated enough to like develop give you a true emotional connection or give you a blowjob yet. <laughs> and mean, mean it, you know? That's what I'm saying. And really, like, they really got to swallow. Yeah, like. I mean, at this point, it would just be mechanic, you know, it's just code. You know, I just, if I'm, if, if I'm going to get ahead, it better be like... So, so wait, so, so wait, lo- love is, you know. is physical. Huh? No, that's just the best part about love is the physical part. <laughs> Jesus fuck. I'm kidding. I love my dog, so where does that put us? <laughs> Alright, let's change the topic. Here we go. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Why are you my friend? Because uh, I threw a party at But wait, I, I thought we were, we, we were kind of diving into something right there. Is that you, 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 you had admitted something, a truth that was real to some degree. I mean, for the longest time I believed that, is that love is physical. Mm-hmm. And that's the best part of, of love is physical. Well, it, it depends on what you like in your relationship. You know, if, if you're a person that, you know, a long time ago they came out with the five love languages or whatever. And some of it is touch, some of it is gift giving, some of it is quality time. It, it depends on every person, you know. If, for people that, you know, just have to have that physical touch, that that physical connection, you know, curling up on the couch, holding hands, all that, that's then yeah, it's physical. But then there's also the same part as, you know, you just like being around each other, you just like talking to each other, and then that's just quality time. You know? Or you But I wanna know what you crave. I crave Honestly, when I when I go into a relationship, I don't I don't care what they do, where they go. Just the one rule I have is just don't cheat on me, you know. Um, but go have fun, go experience it. Like I traveled for seven years, just just seeing the world. Like I don't want to hold anybody back from making a new connection or or having a new experience. So what I really crave, I guess, is just trust, and it's lost. It doesn't exist in today's world. It, it At first, really I thought doesn't. you said all, what I crave is trust, and it's lust. It's like. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it depends on the weekend. Um, <laughs> but no, what I what I like, what I what I look for in a relationship is just trust, you know, and commu- open communication. Like, don't don't go behind, don't like go to your friends and say, "Oh, this isn't working out because blah 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 blah." That sounds really. Tell me that. That sounds really defined. Well, like I'm as just, if that's happened to you. I'm, well, I'm just trying to give an example. Like, like that's what I kind of crave is just open communication. Because, like, you know, people say that they won't, they want someone that they don't need to change for or whatever. Every relationship is going to require change. Every yeah. relationship is going to require work. You know, so that's that's you know, for lack of a better word, that's bull. That's bullshit. Uh, you're gonna have to change. You're gonna have to 
maneuver in some sort of way, if you truly love the person you're with, you're going to have to change a little bit um, if you want to be with that person. You know? Where do you learn that? Or you can do it anyway. And you learn that through communication. You learn that through open communication. Because you're not going to know if, if you were dating somebody and they never told you what was going wrong, you're not going to know that you're messing up, right? The only way you're going to know that you're doing something wrong or the only way you're going to know is that something needs to change is if you sit down together and communicate. So not just trust, but discipline? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah. Not, not, not necessarily discipline. Um, trust, communication, and adaptiveness, I would say. You know, you, you get to, to survive, you know, to, to survive, you have to adapt. Yeah. And that's the same thing when it comes to relationships. If you, if you want to survive through a relationship, you're going to have to adapt to certain things. You know? Where do you find your examples for that? Um, Can we not talk about our relationships? Like through, our, through, really... through failures and successes, you know? Obviously, I'm not married, so I haven't really had too many successes, but... It's been a long <coughs> string of failures, actually. Well, you guys are both doing something wrong. Three in the past week. I think I just <laughs> asked him out. I asked him out too quickly is yeah, what, what, what my problem is. Really I fall in love. I'm a, I'm a lover. I'm a lover. So you hear that, ladies? He's a lover. Yeah. Problem. We're both just romantic. Do you want me to put your Instagram in the comments? Yeah, will, you, the, will you tag his Tinder profile? Really <laughs> I don't think you can do that. I got a Facebook, but you can tag me on Facebook. I'm not going to do that. We'll go to Instagram. Dan O'Fink. What's up, ladies? Um, I have six pictures. Check them out. Um, <laughs> and they're all of his six packs. Six pictures of his six pack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a six pack of Heineken. Past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, bro, get on our level here. Come on now. Yeah, I don't know. All right. It's, it, but at the same time, like love is connection. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Like if we're still talking about that. Yeah, fuck you. Because <laughs> honestly, I'm gonna tell you right now, like the shit that. Me and this guy next to me have been through, and the fact that I'm still hanging out with him, or he's still hanging out with me, actually, I should probably correct that, is, is yeah, it's, it's love for your homies. It's, you know, being friends, I've had to adapt to this kid, you know. He hasn't changed much for me, but it's all right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's what it is, is you, if you want it, you got to change to make it happen, yeah, and work for what you want. So do you guys read any self-help books? I'm illiterate, actually. Yeah. I hold books upside down at the beach and pretend like I'm cool. You see, you know when you make them uncomfortable whenever they give a sarcastic answer. (laughs) 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 And then laugh about it. This is actually the whole YouTube channel is just is just how to make people uncomfortable. I've never read a, a self-help self, a self-help book. Why not? The book that cha- I I don't know, I just never I never pictured it. I'm not against it or anything. I just never picked one up. The book that changed my prideful. life was was a book called The Noticer. Yeah. And it's about this kid who's who's broke, homeless, living under a pier. And this old man befriends him and, and tells him to start reading a bunch of autobiographies. And uh, all these autobiographies are about, you know, of course, famous people that when they started out, they were nothing. And they were living under peers or homeless or so on and so forth. And he goes through, goes through the process of, of reading these books and figuring out about these people to the point where 
it inspires adventure and trial and journey in his life, and it takes him into success. Yeah. And that's kind of what put me on my road of just packing up and heading out. You know, and I dropped out of college and literally came home three days later with a broken arm and five hundred dollars in my name. Flew to the Denver airport and figured it out from there. And that's wise. And you haven't read a book since. Oh no, I, I have. I've, okay. But I was gonna say if, the, if if a book made me do that, not like, not self help books. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's but, like oh gosh, if, a, if you know, a documentary made me want to become a photographer, and then mm-hmm. I rolled into videography. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty crazy story. Should I tell it? Should I tell yeah, it? Should I tell it? Should I tell it? I haven't tell said it on camera. So this should is I get a know. bottle of hooch and bring it over so we can fill these glasses? Probably. Yeah. All right, I'll go grab it. <laughs> What is love? Grab Apple. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. This video is going to get demonetized just because we sang that. You realize that? You're not going to kill me. Demonetize is basically when a YouTube video gets... uh, You are not able to make money off of it. And you were asking me how much money I make off of these? Zero. You have to have... I would make negative money. Yes. Yep. 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 I would actually owe YouTube money. Actually, I'm pretty sure you owe uh, whoever owns the rights to that song money. Is that all we have left in this bottle? Jesus Christ! You have another bottle. Hey, I'm watch your mouth, young man. Bottles. Well, then, where is it? They're all in the fucking game room, man. Where's the, the game room? room? The toy room? The gear room. Well, I guess you need room. to walk down to the gear room and. We'll be fine. Shut up. Grab another bottle of hooch. Uh, we get we should get the star afterwards though because that tastes better than this. This is the standard. This is like the. So you made this yourself. This is high quality Colorado moonshine. No, it's not infused with marijuana. I was gonna ask. No, there is no marijuana. <laughs> you feeling funny over there? I'm feeling a little bit funny. I do not smoke the marijuana. Why not? Actually, he has one, so it was my fault. We loaded a hookah one night, me and my friend Nick Hebel, while at Ian's house having bros night. Ian doesn't smoke weed at all. We're um, a bunch of assholes. We all, the rest of us do. So we said, Ian, we're, we're going to pack a hookah and chill and play some video games. So we put about a half ounce of the best grass. Bros off. night when your girlfriend came over and we drew a mustache on her too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have a mustache, you're gonna be a bro. But anyways... So this little bitch decided that he was gonna crash bros night with his girlfriend. No, 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 yeah. no. I showed yeah. up alone, she crashed later. Okay, whatever. And we told her she couldn't come in unless she wore a flat brim hat and allowed us to sharpie a mustache on her face. Yeah, so she could fit in. She did. But anyways... Okay, got it. And uh, she did. And then there's a lot of photos of like all the bros hanging out and then there's Brittany with a fucking sharpie mustache. Uh, <laughs> so <Bro>. anyway, <laughs> my story... <laughs> involves me living in a town of 800 no cable no internet no mcdonald's within like 30 minutes i don't know why i'm sitting like that i know it makes you uncomfortable Ian. i'm cool man more like hot and bothered yeah hot and bothered (laughs) anyway so i was living in a small town and to get internet i had to just like stay at my work which i was working with my grandpa at the time and so afterwards, I'd stay over at his place because um, he lived above his work. He did HVAC, plumbing, um, appliance repair. Anyway, um, so I would watch sometimes like documentaries or movies. Mm-hmm. And one documentary I watched was No Cameras Allowed, which is a documentary about this kid who sneaks into Coachella and basically um, 
from there goes on tour with Mumford and Sons, uh, goes and films Running with the Bulls uh, for HBO, and like lands like uh, basically he faked it and then he made it. Anyway, so I um, <laughs> what? What so describes his dating life? Fake it till you make it. That's, <laughs> That's okay, buddy. Carry could, on. It could be those those pants, but so why is, I, it, why is this a thing? Like an upside down pocket? I don't know. Like <laughs> what are you putting there? Just in case you're hanging upside down and like <laughs> you gotta store a wrench or yeah. yeah. Continue. Anyway, so, so um, so I watched this documentary and then I was like, oh my gosh, I can do this because my dad let me use his professional camera and I didn't use it ever. Like I just held on to it. But then finally I was like, there's a chance to use it. Then I got online and I was like, music festivals. And I found out that there was a music festival going on in Kansas City about an hour and a half away that weekend. And I was like, I'm just going to mm, search on Instagram because that's when Instagram was popping off and search hashtag Dance Festopia. And I found this guy. I'm trying to get to the picture here and get to the point. Uh, real bad at telling stories. Yeah. So, uh, get to the picture and get to the point. Dance Festopia. Yes. So I, I found this guy who was holding up this media pass. Nice. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. So then I said, well, all that's missing is this, this part where his hand is. So then I just kept searching through all those pictures, hundreds of pictures of hashtag Dance Festopia. And then I found this one that had the corner on there. And then I took it and I mirrored it. And then I put it on Adobe Illustrator and recreated the corner. And then drove an hour and a half to Kansas City and had my dad print it off. And I was official. Nice. I was a professional. Genius. That was was genius, dude. Fucking genius. (laughs) I was a professional. Oh, Oh, man. We got new game plans. We're going to every festival this summer. uh (laughs) I I love this guy. At that point, I was a professional photographer, and this is what I wore. I was like, I got to look legit. Nice. So that's me wearing the leather jacket. And uh, uh, if you're familiar with them, that's Excision. Have you ever heard of Excision? with the headphones and like the camelback. Do you see that? Even had like a camelback, like, you know, because like <laughs> photographers got to sip on some water oh, yeah, while yeah, he's yeah. there. You gotta so, chug it down, yeah. Gotta so, stay hydrated. anyway, the first time I ever actually did photography was in front of a crowd of like 5,000 people. So, here's the video of it Jesus, dude. All right. I wasn't even supposed to be up there, too. That's the best part about it is that the media pass only got you to the photo pit. Mm-hmm. But I just looked so legit with my leather jacket and just pretended like I knew what I was doing that they just they, they didn't even question me. They're like, this guy's legit. I love this fucking guy. But, but, in, but, but in reality, I was up there with a telephoto lens, which is like... It was... It was, what was a, the millimeter on it? it? It wasn't... Okay, so you're a photographer, so yeah. it wasn't like a prime lens or anything. So it was like a kit lens. Oh, so I'm like yeah. zooming in at like 200 millimeters, like running around <laughs> with this big long lens, like taking pictures and like going like that and like that. like. And I took them all back to my computer and like maybe three of them turned out all right. <laughs> so that's how I got into photography. 
<laughs> that's that's legendary, and I love you. Well, and then I, two years, three years later, I, I you know then I'm seeing all these people on Facebook telling their st- stories, their uh, stories about how they got into like the MMA Fight Club and took pictures and whatnot, and it's like y'all are behind. You guys gotta go, don't you? You're coming with us. Yeah, you're coming with us. Hey, Petty Cap Diamond Cabaret. All day. I don't know what that means. Don't worry about it. We'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, um... Uh... Oh, wait, how long are you staying? Uh, just tonight. When are you leaving tomorrow? Um, as early as I can get, but... By what it looks like, it's gonna be later. So, breakfast, and then we'll send you on the road. That's fine. I'll even make you breakfast. You'll make me breakfast? Yeah, man. Wait, what? Yeah. I thought we were going to brunch tomorrow. Fuck your brunch. We're bringing breakfast. This guy's got to get on the road early. I'm not... What? Yeah, bro. You're not making me breakfast? How much money you got? A lot. Okay. Stop. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to ask me a question about my life now. All right. What, what? do you believe God is? To, who, what is God to you? <sighs> what do I believe God is to me. What, well, yeah, exactly. Like, what is your re- what? Are, what are your beliefs in that scenario? So, I wrestled with this for a long time. I didn't know. Like, I thought I was God for the longest time. Like, being able to just like walk the earth and the things fake that I would create, and- make fake media passes, um, find places to stay in Chicago, even though I didn't know anyone in Chicago. That's a crazy story. We'll save that for another one. Um, save that for later. Yeah. And, and, um, like an hour from now. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. We're running out of time, though. Unless but, I want to go to one of those fucking sketchy art galleries. Well, do you want to hear my answer or not, you yeah. jerk? Fucking listen, I'm multitasking. Ian's excited to get wasted and forget about his responsibilities from earlier today. Understandable. I mean, he did go through a breakup, so... And a 14-hour workday. And a 14-hour workday. And like a 60-hour workday. Or week, work week, right? 75 this week. But we'll keep going. What are your beliefs? What do you think? So, so anyway, so I, 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 you know, I always viewed myself as like a creator. Mm-hmm. Like I, I created my own path, right? And then um, it kind of just struck me while I was actually in that small town. Uh, 800... To like open it up and like read the New Testament and it like basically warped me into, huh, there's actually some truth to this and um, that's whenever I kind of just like started to try to find God, to seek God, to see who he was and I guess I just, yeah, I mean, I just, I I still kind of just, I I read, I read, I read often, I read every day. Um, Anything from... I mean, I just finished the book of Luke over the past, like, week or so. Um, I'm reading now Amos. It's a year plan where, like, basically it gives me three chapters a day and then, like, a proverb. Um, I'll also write proverbs out and just kind of, like, soak that in. And because I think that David was a king. Like, if you want to talk about somebody, and also Solomon, his son, if you want to talk about somebody who's done everything and lived everywhere, and experienced everything. It was Solomon. Solomon was a dude that, like, I mean, he was king. He could do anything and go anywhere and experience anything that he wanted. So, to some degree, I kind of relate with the guy because um, 
well, that, that, that pass that I made, like there's, there's things that happen. So anyway, uh, who is he to me is that, uh, he is, he is the creator. He is, I am his creation. I kind of made this like covenant, I guess, with him and said like, okay, if you, if you, if this is true, then like, then I will, I'll follow it. And you are creator. I'm creation. Let's see how this works, and maybe you can have me create something that is phenomenal, that's something magnificent, that's something as beautiful as the mountains, and do things as such as moving mountains to share my story, to speak with people, and drink this delicious hooch. It is pretty tasty, isn't it? I've never had something so delicious. Um, it's dangerous as fuck, though, because it's 90 proof. Wow, that's a surprise. Moonshine, baby. That's probably why I'm so sp- speaking so quickly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that that's, that's 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 who God is to me. Is that like he he holds the paintbrush? I'm the paintbrush. Interesting. The life that I live is a is is a is a big canvas that he's painting. That's one way to put it. I, I don't think that there really is any way to really describe God other by, than by 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 speaking parables or um, sharing stories or in archetypal or metaphorical ways to describe that. So, yeah, interesting the parallels that we share there. Yeah, so I, 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 I guess what I, I, I'm, I'm getting to is that, uh, like, I think the one thing that we share I think that one thing everybody shares is that we long to reflect God or to whatever it is or whoever it is that we believe is God is to reflect that that beauty that you were talking about at the beginning. And uh, that's that. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Why is it? Okay. I'm just curious why. I mean, we can we, we whatever. We can keep going, but it, I, I I agree. Time to go to the bar and get wasted. Chad. Chad. Uh, Chad. 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 Brad. Chad. Brad. Chad. Brad. Chad. Brad and Chad. Brett. Chris. Ryan. Oh yeah, I can see Ryan. I can see Ryan. Yeah, I've always told people that my mom and dad were gonna name me Ryan. Um, but then they named me Sam. And so, How the fuck did we end up on Playboy as your nickname in college? Oh, man. That does need to be shared because I don't know who else I'm going to speak to from the college. Because I just spoke to someone else from CMC. Right. David. Yeah. King David, check out that episode. It's episode seven, I think. But Playboy, uh, it was because of that blue jacket that I wore. That blue furry coat that I wore. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God, that's right. <laughs> Oh man, this this like yeah. freshman kid. Whenever I was a senior, he was wearing it at a uh, football game, and uh, and he thought I was just the bee's knees. He thought I was the coolest cat, and like to show his appreciation, to for him to the greatest sacrifice he could make to to. Sam is to just give me his jacket. <laughs> so he gave me this blue jacket that like fluffy. I mean like yeah. I mean like a, a two or three inches of just fur. 
<laughs> bright blue, blue J blue, it and he gave it to me, and I took it to took it to CMC with me, and like the first day when everybody was like meeting, I threw that blue uh, coat on, and it was Studi that uh, gave me that nickname. He was always zooted, as he put it. Studi was fucked up all the time. He 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 like went into a rehab program, didn't he? I don't know. I would love to sit down with that guy. I wouldn't. <laughs> but I remember him everybody was getting nicknames that's why I think that I, 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 I called you like this outcast is because I don't remember you ever getting a nickname I remember everybody having nicknames like Corndog Maxipad I give Maxipad Maxipad <laughs> but no you're right I did Ian is or like the, uh, Golden Retriever hmm? Golden Retriever was one another nickname oh. I called him Golden Retriever I don't think anybody else called him Golden Retriever <laughs> Or like um, Suter. I mean, that was his last name, but still a nickname. But C Dog. Yo, you uh, do you ever know? You knew Chris Thomas, right? No. I married uh, Kendra. No. Nope. Man, you got we we gotta catch up about what's been happening in the Steamboat, man. It's been going down. Yeah. I'm crazy okay. town. Homie, homie, like wrecked his Audi at 100 miles an hour and like died, almost died, like shits. Well, we should pray for him. Okay. How to get people uncomfortable 101. <laughs> Tune in next time. Subscribe. Be sure to like and uh, comment below if people want to get in contact with you. What's your email? Ian.Hudgens at shomp.com If you want to buy a car. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, like, if people want to, like, get a hold of you and they're like... Talk Dude, to I'm this living... guy, and we'll hook up. You're not even going to give your email? Like, you don't even have like a throwaway email? Whatever. I, mean, I do, but I'd never reply to it. So Okay, then know. just comment below, and he'll reply. Or I'll make an account and pretend to be Ian. Ooh, but, do uh, that. That'd be funny. You'd be way better at it than me. Okay. I'm not um, good at social interaction. This is my testimony. Be sure to subscribe. Did I already say that? I already did, but might as well say it again. Subscribe. Hit the like button. And... Um, if you made it this far, then like, cheers. 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 We're out of alcohol, though. That's why we need to go to the bar. Are we?